0: match,
1: let me or god. Lemme. God. Wrong dickhead. Trick question. Lemme is god. I Welcome everybody to Assault City Circle Pit. I'm your host, Des and I'm joined today, <laughs> I know it's hard to keep it together for that one, uh, I'm joined today by one of my favorite people in slash not in the Salt Lake City scene. His name is Chad Bill Anderson. Ooh. I see, see what him. you did there. Oh, hello,
0: hello. Yes, I, I'm finally here.
1: Yes, the man, the myth, the legend from season one. All the ladies wrote in emails and they were like, get Chad back
0: panty dropper they said get that douche who talked about devin townsend for hours back on the podcast yeah
1: yeah they want you (laughs) um so my first question is what do you think about the new devin townsend
0: um it's all right wow now so okay here's the thing with the new devin townsend uh it's great it's it's awesome it's full Devi. But I think he's just going a little too uh, too extreme off the crazy eccentric music deep end, mm. if if you catch my drift. Uh, I follow. Yeah, you, you kind of got to listen to that album like literally 100 times before it all sinks in, which is not a bad thing. Like that's how uh, deconstruction was for me as well. Hmm. So, but I haven't gone to the point where I've listened to it a hundred times yet. So ask me in another couple of years after I've had time to listen Jesus. to it a bunch more.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of, I'm, I'm a little shocked at the opinion, but you also are, you know, you're just going to give it to me straight. Yeah. I mean, I won't lie. It's good. I, I like it. I do like it,
0: but, uh, I can barely remember any of the songs on it. Oh, that sucks. You know what I mean? It's like, if you listen to Accelerated Evolution, you're going to come away singing a couple of those songs in your head. True. You listen to what? Uh, what the fuck is his new album called?
1: I lost. Slippery it. Pete. That's that's the one. Yeah, yeah. I love that one. Slippery uh, Pete and the Slimy Eels. <laughs>
0: that would be a Devin Townsend song.
1: Um, it might actually. What was the <laughs> Gopher one? The Gopher band he had. Uh, it was like his first. It was like a. Uh, are you thinking about um Punky Brewster? Yes, yeah. thank you. Yeah. God, see, I wasn't totally crazy. It's hard to remember all these things cuz like for a minute there I was trying to deep dive on artists at least in my way. Um which was not much of a deep dive, but <laughs> <laughs> we did what we could cuz we were dumb. But oh shit, what is the album called? Fuck. Um, I should know this. <laughs> Order of Magnitude? no that's live empath oh yes ha empath Empath. got
0: it okay so yes it's a very good it's a very good album uh i still love uh i love my heavy debbie who doesn't um but yeah i I, it hasn't sunk in yet so Mm. it'll come
1: i'm sure it'll come that makes sense um and that's been da, 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 da Devin Townsend Corner with Chad Bill Anderson. All right. <laughs> Very nice. Good accompaniment. Uh, We should probably get into the actual questions because I just, I just wanted to know what yeah. you thought. For sure. Um, Which I guess maybe I shouldn't have said the new Devin Townsend because I didn't realize it had been till, since 2019. So, that's, I mean, it's <clears throat> that's the newest. Bad. Newest. And that counts for something. Yes. Um, so it has been a couple of years since we last spoke, this is the truth, uh, at least recorded for people to hear. Correct. Uh, (laughs) what has been going on with you? Like personally, like how've you been buddy? Well,
0: you know, some days, no, uh,
1: (laughs) how unprofessional,
0: that was a cell phone ring in case uh, anybody was wondering. No, my, uh, things have been going pretty good for me. Uh, how long has it been? Yeah. It's, it's been a couple years.
1: Uh, yes, sir. Literally like two and a half years.
0: There you go. Uh, so yeah, I've been, uh, just doing the whole band thing with helium prime. We've been putting out albums, going on tour, not so much going on tour. Not, not, not this past year, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I I think since the last time we talked, uh, we went out on tour with Unleash the Archers and Striker back in, what was that, 2018? Uh, 2019, we went out with Nova Rain um, and did, uh, yeah, just full US tours, both
1: of those. I noticed, hmm, Nova Rain, that tour sounds familiar. I went to a show with Nova Rain. I don't think... I saw you guys there though. It might have been the same year. This is true. That's uh, way did they do two tours? Did yeah. I miss you? Uh no,
0: we uh we were on our way to the Salt Lake City date, which I was actually very very stoked to play because it had been a couple of years since I I'd played a home show. Um cuz my band is based out of California, so uh I don't get to do a lot of stuff locally anymore. So I was very stoked to be back in Salt Lake and to play for all my friends. And uh, we were maybe, maybe about a, an hour outside of Reno, and our trailer lost its axle. Well, it didn't lose it. It, it broke in half. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. So uh, instead of coming and playing my hometown with my band and showing off to all my friends what I actually spent all my time doing, I got to spend the entire night towing a trailer home or I say home, we tore we towed the trailer back to South Lake Tahoe, which is where our, uh, bass player, Jeremy lives. Um, and then we waited all night for a U-Haul to open up so we could rent a new trailer. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's why I missed the Salt Lake
1: show. <laughs> <laughs> so how, like how much crying did you do? Cause that would just piss me off and stress me out, especially like for the home
0: show, you know what? And to make it even worse, we were planning on doing a
1: ridiculously
0: amazing tour um, this past year back in September. It was going to be with uh, our friends in Immortal Guardian and Paladin, both two amazing, oh, amazing Paladin? bands. Uh, we're going
1: to tour with Paladin? We
0: were going to tour the States and Canada with, with both those amazing I, bands. I and, think uh, I only
1: know who they are because of you, but still, carry on.
0: They, uh, both bands are freaking incredible. Uh taylor the singer and guitar player in paladin actually did a, f- a couple of guest guitar solos on the very first helium prime record from before i joined the band
1: oh, um that's neat
0: and i i kind of hate him because he's so good and i can't emulate his his solos that he put on that album anyway that's <laughs> besides the point but yeah i was i was very bummed because we had just barely confirmed everything and then it was like ooh, here's uh here's a little dose of covid for the entire world so uh, maybe maybe that'll still happen someday in the future, I can hope, but because both of those bands are amazing and it'd be great to tour with. So uh, needless to say, I, I, miss, I miss touring. I don't miss the so long-ass drives, but you know what? It's so fun just getting on the road and playing I, and seeing same, people dude. and ha- having a great time. So hopefully very soon that'll come back.
1: <laughs> yeah, let's hope. Um, so anything else going on in your life you want to talk about or you want me to move on?
0: Uh, you know, that's, that's pretty much it. We, uh, we started our own record label, our newest album. We self-released, uh, it's going pretty great. We were signed to a label for a couple albums and then, uh, we decided we wanted to do stuff on on our own terms. So, uh, yeah, it's coming along, coming
1: along great. Oh man. Starting record label—that's like no little thing. I, I, we're gonna have to dive deeper into this. So let's go on. <laughs> like, you'll uh, just drop that. That's so, not like a. Oh no, we can go on. It's fine. So we uh,
0: we, we started our own label. It's called Cybot Reigns. Cybot is the uh, Helion Prime mascot. You may know him as a cybernetic Tyrannosaurus Rex that is on all of our merch and all of our oh, album covers. That's cool. Um, so Cybot Reigns. Uh, is the, the 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 label name that we've chosen? I didn't choose it; Jason chose it.
1: But uh, <laughs> I think it's pretty dope. I mean, I would have just gone with Cybot Records, but you know, that's just me, bro. Yeah, well, you know, Cybot
0: reigns all. He's uh, he's the he's the king of something. I, I don't Rock? know. sure. Nice. Uh, <laughs> very nice. Rock and roll. Rock and roll, brother. Um. <laughs> so yeah doing our own record label thing, self-releasing stuff. We got, we we basically just started doing everything ourselves, got our own publicist, got a manager, putting out all our own merch and albums and everything, just shipping. We did a a really successful Kickstarter um, last year for the album. that did really well. Um, So got everything funded for us. We were able to do some kick-ass music videos, uh, Hell yeah, you did! So, oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> great. So, yeah, now we're in a, we're in a little bit of a lull. Now uh, we got like a new new video coming out in a couple days. I know this episode won't air for a few months, but uh, by the time this comes out, we have a new <laughs> <we> have <laughs> a, have a new video a new video, out. video out for Words of the Abbot to go check it out. On, yeah, on YouTube. Um, and you know what?
1: Just for I'm just gonna save y'all some time because I know I'm gonna watch it in a few days. It was great. There you go. Because your last one was great. I know that. There you go. Yeah. Um. All right. That's amazing. Thank you do you. so much. Uh, yeah. It's uh, it's a lot of stuff. Wow. And you get to be the guy who records Disengaged. Like that's cool. Yeah. You know. So uh, lucky you.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's a good thing.
1: Um. <laughs> so, yes, I forgot. I needed to talk about this. It's very important. Okay. I'm furious. Do you understand me?
0: Yeah. So the
1: the internet is just ridiculous. It's 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 a madhouse right now because of this. It's the hottest feud to hit the internet. (laughs) The sushi controversy, Uh, twenty twenty one. Yeah, this is some bullshit. I see you on the the FB on the FB. You know, good old FB. Yeah, eating your sushi with my boyfriend. There, Parker. Hmm? The yep. fuck? I'm, I'm furious with Parker. And this, I promise you, this feud shall not end until we all go get sushi on my dime. Well, you know, uh, I can't really help uh,
0: that Parker has friends um, outside of you. Like, you know, uh, when when Parker calls you up and says, hey, I'm making sushi. Come touch my butt. I mean, there's not much you can really do other than just say, all right, and head on over. You know what I'm saying? Like,
1: my hands are tied. Yeah. They, they fucking better be <laughs> as to why you didn't call me Yo Des. Time for sushi. <laughs> Anyways, write letters to Chad. No, not Chad. Actually, Chad's a... He's a victim, really. That's what you are, is a victim. Victims. Oh, my God. Hey. <laughs> nice. Uh, Bring in full circle. Uh, uh, nice. Uh, uh. Uh, yeah, we, we need to write petitions, write letters to Parker McIntyre of the Sunnybrook Sailors. The Irish bastard himself. The Irish bastard. Say, go get sushi with Dez. <laughs> I don't know what that solves, but it will.
0: You know, sometimes you just got to take steps to move in the right direction
1: yeah and if that's what it takes i just need to this feud needs to end may or may not have started it and i may or may not be figuring out exactly what the ending of it is and it's not just publicity to get people to write angry letters to parker about sushi write letters to parker about
0: sushi and tell him to make more hot sauce
1: oh yeah i have some and man that shit is good and i'm so mad for when it's gonna run out because it's going to suck. You got the, the
0: ghost pepper one.
1: Yeah, boy. Yep,
0: that's the good shit.
1: Fuck it. Is the other one just as good? or?
0: Oh, yeah. They're both amazing. They both have amazing flavor. They're not too spicy to where they, like, fuck up your food. Like, just, just right. Mm. Parker knows
1: how to do it. Yeah. Too bad he only makes one batch a year. I know. It is so sad. Assault City Circle Pit, sponsored by whatever the hell he calls his hot sauce. Cactus Kid Hit. C- Cactus Kid I can talk. I promise. Cactus Kid Hot Sauce. Cactus Kid Hot Sauce. Those were guns. Um, we're not actually sponsored. Don't sue me, Parker. Anyways, he's a great guy, but fuck him. Fuck him for the sushi feud thing. That thing I was talking about before. <sighs> Sorry, had to get that, get that out there. It's, we can get back to the interview now that I'm done with my sushi feud. I didn't know you were a victim like myself. <laughs> it's uh, it's pretty heavy. Uh, Speaking of heavy, it's everyone's favorite segment time. Nalgas de sriracha.
0: I have no idea what you just said.
1: It's butt cheeks of sriracha. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: I can get behind that.
1: It was Tapatio cheeks, which was, uh, I think, what Parker said. But I'm just going to change it now every time I want to do it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Anyways. This is where I ask the hard questions, the real questions. We will see how you do. So I've noticed some changes in my friend, I'm concerned. Dyeing your hair black, parting it to the side, wearing My Chemical Romance t-shirts, and I saw that you even covered a My Chemical Romance song last year on the internet. Now my question is, do you know it's not 2005? Oh my god. Uh, you know what? No. What what year is it? Um <laughs> dude, it is 2021. Uh really so what what's with this emo phase, man? So, you know what it is.
0: I think I turned 30 uh and I just something clicked and I just realized, you know what? I actually still love all this music from when I was like 13. <laughs> nice. Uh You know, and it was really weird. It's still kind of weird. Hmm. Uh, but now all I listen to is uh emo and pop punk and... <laughs> that's kind of crazy. That's why
1: you invited me on this
0: podcast because...
1: Because we talk about emo and pop punk here. Yeah. On Assault City pop punk pit. <laughs> oh, that's way worse. Assault <laughs> City oh, uh, uh, skank sorry. pit. <laughs> Ooh, skank pit. Can you skank? T- well... I've never really skanked to my chemical romance, but that, you know, that's fun. <laughs> um. So, when it comes to your band, your current band, Helion Prime, or Helion? Helion. Helion? Helion Prime. Helion? Helion? Helion. Helion? Not Helion. Helion. Yeah? Helion. Not Helion?
0: You know what? Just a side note. When we're on tour, it's always funny... Trying to guess how the local promoter is going to pronounce our name (laughs) because most of the time they say Helian Prime. Uh, Um, Occasionally, (laughs) well,
1: it's too late now. Damn, but (laughs) uh, yeah,
0: it's it's always great.
1: Uh, So when it comes to your band Helian Prime, how do you manage to stay at least like on the borders of the spotlight uh, that are around Mary Z? Like, how do you, how does that work out?
0: So, I have to be very careful because what some people may or may not know is that before uh, we, it was a, a kind of a warm up show at the beginning of our tour in 2019. Mary actually, um, we were on stage, we were pl- playing our very first song of the set,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and Mary hit her head on. Not my headstock. It was on Jason's headstock. My or the guitar player. <gasps> Rude. Uh, she ended up going to the hospital and getting stitches. This is thirty seconds into our first song of the first show of the tour. Oh. Uh, so, uh, basically, uh, yeah. I, very carefully is my, my answer <laughs> because I do not want that to. I don't. I don't ever want to be responsible for a head injury that requires <laughs> stitches
1: now was it one person's fault or not because was he just like oh this b-word i'll show her uh no so it was more, way worse on here i bleeped
0: that b-word b-word um no it i was, just don't want to
1: call her that because i have such respect of
0: course no it was uh kind of just com- it was it was just a a, a sad uh coincidence jason and, and mary moved into like the same kind of spot Right at the same time, and Jason kind of was like swinging his guitar as he was headbanging, and Mary was headbanging, and then they just kind of connected in the middle.
1: That is the problem with headbanging. There's an awful <laughs> lot of head injuries you'd find. Yeah,
0: and it, it doesn't help when everybody just has their hair right in their face, so you, you can't actually see what you're doing.
1: That is a son of a bitch. So, I'm learning now that I have long enough hair oh, to headbang yeah. and shit. Oh my god, yeah. this is a this is a fucking fire hazard. If there's a fire, we're not, we're all gonna fall. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I now know why those people got trampled at the a c d c concert. It's no, fucked it, up, but I understand. nobody can see yeah, yeah not one person <sighs> so along with our mutual friend Casey, you put together some covers of rush songs with locals like little uh all star teams and stuff uh I was included on one of those songs with you and Casey specifically, which tells me. You both know to follow talent, so that's important. Um, First off, I want to say, you're welcome. Okay? That's kind of a career move for you. (laughs) Uh, And my question is, how was it like doing all of that work in like zero credit given to you? (laughs) (laughs) It's like no one (laughs) Uh, cares. I think most of our listens are from me.
0: You know, uh it that project was a doozy. Um, <laughs> it was ridiculous. It was it was crazy. Uh, because what happened is Neil Peart died. God rest God rest his soul. Uh, Neil Peart died, and it was the uh a twenty fifth anniversary of that album that we covered. It was Moving Pictures. Um, that one wasn't Moving
1: Pictures. It was not moving pictures. It was moving pictures. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. Yeah. Oh, you're right. It picture. was Permanent Waves. Ah-ha! I didn't know the name, but I knew that <clears> it wasn't that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. It, it it was the 25th
0: anniversary of, or 30th anniversary. I don't know. It was an anniversary Yeah. of uh, Permanent Ask Waves. Ask Casey. Yeah, Casey's the expert. Um. By the way, was that your first time recording uh clean vocals on anything? Yeah, ever. Like, well, good ever job, ever. man. That was that's was pretty good.
1: Uh, no uh, well, thanks. I appreciate that cuz I I thought it was trash, but
0: it was it was pretty uh, I'll I'll say it was it was a pass. Uh, yeah. I passed. Dude, I didn't even do that in <laughs> high school. That's amazing. <laughs> hey, me neither. Um, dope. Hell yeah. But yeah, it was it was kind of a nightmare because uh Casey had this idea to do it like a month before the anniversary. So it was like... Oh, I didn't even... Oh, shit. So it was like we had zero time to prepare. I was just like, okay, well, I guess I have the recording gear and uh, quote-unquote expertise. Um, So I guess I can record all the drums, and like I can record everything if people come to us to do it, Um, which was great. But that meant I had to do a bunch of setup and teardown every time we were doing stuff. Casey also wanted it to be a filmed... like like a video project so we had to figure out green screen shit for everything and figure out filming so like but i he casey also really wanted to be on at least one song and he really wanted me to be on at least one song meaning i had to learn a fucking rush song on top of doing all the recording and editing and uh most of the mixing for stuff this is the so, time i wish this was like a
1: video podcast so people could see your face when you're like oh, a fucking rush song uh, oh, God. but so, dude it turned out so good but it, it it
0: with all of that those things aside yeah it was it was really fun to to cover an entire rush record with a bunch of cool people um all of them local in Salt Lake. It was just like people with that Casey and I have known from throughout the years. Um, you know, we got you in on it. We got a couple of guys from, or actually I think everybody in Advent horizon participated. Hell yeah. <laughs> of course. Cause they're like the biggest rush nerds that I know. Um, you know, who else we got, uh, Mike theory who has been in a couple of very great rush tribute bands in Ooh. Salt Lake over the past, like 20 years. Uh, Man, I
1: was really out of my league, some of these places, some of these people. Uh, some Wasn't yelling on one?
0: Uh, yeah, we had John yelling on, uh, I can't remember what song he sang, but yeah, he was on one of them. Hell yeah. Um, so yeah, it it turned out great. We had a fantastic time doing it, even though it was very hard. Um,
1: All jokes aside, my track is kind of a low point, you know, for vocally. But damn, John I will say, is fire. I will say, though. But John's always fire. I was very surprised
0: um when Casey told me that you had volunteered cuz I didn't expect you to do or want to want to do clean singing
1: crazy sauce huh um Weird.
0: so it was interesting I thought you were honestly going to come in and try and do like some some growlies on it and I was like it'll be a different take for sure <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely going to be original um But no, yeah, you actually surprised me and you actually, (laughs) you, you were singing pretty much in key. So
1: pretty much in key. I'll
0: say pretty much. I I'll have to go back and look and see if I auto tuned anything. I don't know.
1: Let's just not check that. Actually,
0: I didn't mix that one. So if there was any tuning on it, I wouldn't know. So, oh yeah. So you can thank Riley McDonald for making you sound good.
1: Hey, Riley. Thanks buddy. But back to John. (laughs) Back to John. John is John titties. He is a legend. He's a good boy as he, they say. He was in a band with you. Uh
0: yes, uh, actually we were in two bands together. Two. What was the other one? Uh the other band was called Psychosylum, which oh, had one song that we ever recorded. Uh I am unsure if you can actually find that anywhere online. You probably can maybe. I'm going to find it. Um it was actually a band that austin from dysphoria and i started together because we wanted to do some like melodic death metal um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh austin and i wrote a song about poseidon oh um and it turned out pretty cool i was the vocalist in that band um you did melodic death metal
1: yeah that's really neat i'm gonna find it
0: we almost we almost had like a full-on we almost were going to keep it going it was going to be me john austin and nate what was john doing john was playing bass oh wow great don't use him for his talents yeah john was on bass austin (laughs) was on guitar uh nate on drums and me on vocals and wow second guitar
1: okay i was like did you at least play guitar you're such a talent with guitar
0: initially i only wanted to be vocals just like with dead revelator i just wanted
1: to be vocalist but you can't ever do that people are like too talented with guitar
0: (laughs) you play guitar and they make you fucking play guitar Exactly. So yeah. that's, um, that's how guitar works. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, uh, we were in two bands together. But yeah, the main one was Dysphoria, obviously. Yeah. Coming back to the to the question.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that really wasn't the question. I just wanted to like gush all, gush all over how much I love John's vocals. But oh, yeah. he's just a beautiful singer.
0: He's actually in a few other amazing bands now. Uh, yeah.
1: What's he got? He's got uh, Judicator. So he's got Judicator,
0: which uh, they're working on writing their. Uh, what is it? Sixth. Album or something crazy? Um,
1: Jesus, that's sixth for
0: them. They've got it's it's their fifth or sixth, yeah.
1: Holy shit! Wait, uh, four, one,
0: two, three, four, five. It's it's for their fifth or the sixth. They just put out a new album. Uh, they just got signed, actually. To Prosthetic Records. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, I so did their, see that. My their, bad. Their newest album just came out on Prosthetic. Um Hell yeah. I can't r- remember what it's called now because I'm a bad friend.
1: Um It's okay. I'm a worse friend. I don't remember what it's called, but I know I've listened to it.
0: I actually have a guitar part on that album. <gasps> uh, Tony was in the – pro. their guitar player was in the process of moving across the country, and there was one lead guitar part. Left to record, and he had already packed up his guitar and all of his gear because he was moving from Arizona to Pennsylvania. Ooh. And he hit me up and was like, "Hey, uh, would you mind like just you know laying down this part for me real quick? You're, like, <laughs> give me a feature credit." And I'm like, "Sure, <laughs> yeah." So actually, if you go on their Bandcamp, I think I am credited on there as additional guitars on track six or something. I don't know. Well, um, A little fun fact. Yeah, well, I appeared. I've, I've actually appeared on more than I've, I, I was. I did backing vocals. Uh, on Judicator's very first album, King of Rome I also did all of the drum programming And I had one Backing vocal part On the second album oh. <laughs> um, So that's it, it, If you listen closely on the first album You can hear me doing like Ridiculous like High screaming bullshit in, in a few spots Um, But yeah, he's also got So he's got Judicator, he's got Principium which is a band that he is in with, uh, Casey.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, we were just talking about Casey Dysphoria's original drummer. Um, they play kind of melodic metal that I would say in this is in the same vein as like some older dysphoria type stuff. I don't know. It's, it's, I like to think of it as like, it sounds like what dysphoria would sound like, uh, if we never had Dayton in the band and if we had just continued to go and if Casey never left. Hmm. Uh, so it's pretty good. I like it a lot. Um, and he's also in Dire Peril, which is Jason's other band. Um, Jason from Helium Prime has another band called Dire Peril, and all of their songs on their most recent album, which is what the one that has John on it. All their songs are about A different sci-fi movie every song is dedicated to a sci-fi movie
1: now that i haven't heard yet
0: it's really really good i highly recommend it
1: oh cool so wow that's a great breakdown not only do you know your career but you know your besties (laughs) careers and Uh, that's great that's awesome of you uh wow look at you go that's a bunch of information and i'm still not even done with this segment like that's great so keep it going baby all right so next question (laughs) done, <laughs> When it comes to uh your uh past projects, we've established that uh, dysphoria, dead revelator, they're not really coming back. So um is it how does it feel to have like your best work behind you? <laughs> oh my god.
0: Uh Jesus Christ. You know, They say that uh, when you turn 30, things just start to go downhill. And uh, I think this is the way it's manifesting for me.
1: (laughs) No. Uh, (laughs) Is this question? (laughs) I just broke his fucking brain. (laughs) No,
0: you know, having having bands that I've been a part of um, that I can actually look back on. Okay, so... With dysphoria, that was something that was rooted in like my adolescence and teenage years. I st- helped start the band when I was like seventeen, um, and you know, Casey and I were the he he and I started the band um, with a couple of other dudes that uh, I'm still friends with. One of them to this day. I don't really know what the other guys up to. Um, so you know, we were putting out not putting out music but we were writing music and jamming together consistently for years and years and it, I look back now and it doesn't seem like it was too big of a stretch of time but it was like 10 years of my life. It was my first serious band that I was in, my first band I ever went on tour with. Um and I can say that I'm proud of like everything we did. Even the stuff that sucked, like it was part of my learning experience at, of being in a band and Record like learning to record stuff and um, like learning to write music with people. So, I can say that I'm proud of that with Dead Revelator. It's like, eh, I we wrote some songs together. Um, but unfortunately, I was never actually featured on a record or, um, you know, th- the coolest thing we ever did was we drove all night to California to play. We played above the venue. We played in a little bar above the venue. When we th- we thought we were going to be opening for Kill Devil Hill, which is uh, Rex Brown from Pantera's band. Um, it was whoa, whoa,
1: whoa, 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 whoa hold. So <laughs> story time. Yeah. So you went there full on thinking you're like an opening act. You yeah, made this so, whole trip for
0: this. So pretty much. <sighs> um what it was is Walter Brady from uh, Never Before. He, he uh, had some random contacts with some promoter in Southern California. Uh, and this dude asked him if... Asked, this dude asked Walter if he... If hit any of his bands or if he if he knows anybody who would want to open this show f- for Kill Devil Hill, I Said to Kill. Um, wow. I think there might have been a couple of other... Uh, decently sized bands. Um, And Walter knew that Nate was a huge Pantera fan. I mean, as we all, I'm sure we all are. So um, Walter's like, hey, Rex Brown's new band is playing this gig at the Roxy uh, on Sunset Strip uh, in a couple months. Would your band want to go do it? Uh, and Nate's like, "Fuck yeah, I want to go do it." Um, yeah, who who
1: the hell is like, nah, uh, yeah. No. So fuck it.
0: So we, you know, we get all prepared for it. We had to like buy out a bunch of like pre-sale tickets that we weren't going to be able to sell because we don't know anybody in Southern California. So we shelled out like however like two hundred fifty bucks or something, just bought out all the tickets, pretending like we sold them, kind of thing. Mm. Um, and then we get there. Wait, how much was that, did you end up having to pay for that? I didn't pay anything out of pocket for it. I think Nate paid for it all, because he just has lots of money somehow. I don't know. Um, But he was like, I want to do this. So I helped pay for gas and, like, whatever. So (laughs) he's like, this is what I've been saving for! So... I don't know. It, it was $250, 300 bucks, something like that. Oh, okay. it, it was. It wasn't. It wasn't awful, but it was still more than you should be paying to go and play an out of state show. To for an, real. Anyway,
1: we've all learned that lesson a little too late. I feel. Yeah, of course.
0: So, we we drive thirteen <laughs> hours. We we got a hotel room and everything, like right on the strip. Uh, we were gonna have a great time. Uh, we get to the venue. We get to the Roxy, and. For those that don't know, Rock the Roxy is like a big, like legendary club on the Sunset Strip. It's it's literally right next door to the Rainbow, where Lemmy used to hang out. So, which by the way, I it it was it's nice to be able to say that I've been to the Rainbow and I drank a shot of Jack at the bar in the the Rainbow. Hell Um, yeah! So we get there, we walk up and down the strip. We're just checking stuff out. I went into, we went into this like record store and I bought myself a sweet black label society t-shirt and I was super stoked. And then we get to the venue, we meet the promoter and he says, okay, you guys are playing upstairs. Apparently there's a bar
1: upstairs. Like it's like a rooftop thing. Like I'm imagining like the green pig size. That rooftop bar, you know that one? Yeah, so it's it's. I would say it's probably about that size. Oh,
0: my God, are you fucking me? So we go up there. They have a tiny, tiny-ass little stage in the corner. Uh, the promoter also said that they were going to be supplying us with cabinets for our guitars, a drum kit for Nate to play, uh, and they didn't have any of that. Oh, my so, fuck. So, I don't know i don't I can't recall this was this was so long ago. this must have been eight years ago, something, so I don't remember who called in favors or what happened, but somehow somebody got us gear to use. Holy shit, but we I think were the only metal band that was playing in the upstairs area that night. Oh <gasps> so. And the, so the annoying thing is the way they had it laid out, you, you bought a ticket for the Kill Devil Hill show at the Roxy. When you go in through the entrance, like the, the front doors of the Roxy, there's kind of like the main way that you would walk to go in and go watch the show, or you can immediately turn to the left and there's a staircase that goes up to upstairs where we were. That one ticket for Kill Devil Hill would get you in to both shows but nobody knows that there's bands playing upstairs. So I think we played our entire set. We played great. It was like, we had a great uh, gig. (laughs)
1: Hey, at least the gig went well, right? We
0: we played really well. Uh, I was happy with our performance. (laughs) Um, but I think we played to, uh, like two different people. Maybe there's maybe three people there. I don't know. Not very many. um,
1: and that is exactly how touring gets you. Some days it's so fucking good, but then some days there's those opportunities that you're like, yeah.
0: fuck me. So now I can say I've played a show on Sunset Strip. Nobody has to know that it was a show like that, except that I just announced it to everybody that listens to your podcast.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah! But Welcome to what's City Circle, yeah. This is just the intro! Just kidding. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it was still a fun time. I still had a good time. Brendan was out of his mind and pissed off and i don't blame him but yeah no shit uh so we, we, and then we still got to go watch the show like i, I got to see kill double hill play which was awesome because they're a great band and then uh i mean i i may sound a little salty but you know then we we came home and like three days later they played the salt lake show here and we opened that one too and then we actually got to meet rex and he came in and shook our hands and was oh. like hey what's up guys so uh, that was pretty cool. He signed Grayson's arm, and Grayson ran and immediately got it tattooed before we even played. And
1: really, uh, yeah, holy shit, <laughs> that's amazing. So that's dedication.
0: Uh, yeah. So that that was the the show in Salt Lake was at least good.
1: Yeah, at we, least you got that.
0: We technically opened both shows, but uh, nobody cared about it when we played in LA. So, which whatever. is
1: just fuck that's a heartbreaker ain't it fuck yeah so i mean we walked around
0: and handed out demos to everybody downstairs and i walked up to everybody that was wearing a uh i mean with it being a rex brown band you know there was like a hundred dudes there in their bls cuts you know oh for real so i would walk up to every single dude i saw be like hey nice nice vest man You want to check us out? We we really we're we're kind of like Pantera type, Lamb of God style metal, and uh, they all kind of looked at me like I
1: was crazy. But hey, you fucking tried, dude.
0: We we did our best. You goddamn
1: it. Sometimes that's all you can fucking do. All right, we got one last song. Song? Fuck, I've been off the stage too (laughs) long. Sorry. I'm not gonna sing a duet with you. I'm sorry. (laughs) Let's duet. No, um, one last question in this segment and then I swear we can get on with the rest of it. How long before you drive Mary out of the band? Oh God. I mean, you guys can't keep a singer for like five minutes.
0: You know, I think we actually thought it would be fun to have a different singer for every album uh, That's creative. And we just don't want to actually let anybody in on the the secret. So we play it up like uh, there's issues every single time. So it's
1: yeah. just a big dramatic thing like, oh, God, they burned down my car. Yeah. 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 Huh. No. Uh, <laughs> secret
0: exposed. You heard it here first, folks. No. So it is unfortunate that we've had so many singers. Um, You know, our first singer was Heather uh Heather Michelle or heather Smith uh however you want to refer to her um she, fantastic singer, she writes some amazing lyrics. she wrote all the lyrics on our most recent album actually
1: whoa,
0: um Mary sang them, but Heather wrote them, and uh she was on the band on the first record the first tour that we did before I had actually joined the band. I was just kind of subbing uh on the first tour uh that was it was great touring with her um but she was in another band at the time as well uh called Grave Shadow. She's mm. not in that band anymore, but at the time uh that was her main focus and she Helian Prime never was intended to be a fully fledged like touring put out albums type of project. It was just like
1: It was just a fun game. It was a
0: for fun thing that Jason and Heather put together because they both they liked metal they both liked science and sci-fi crap cybernetic dinosaurs yeah so it was originally intended to just be a side thing jason had dire peril heather had uh grave shadow and then as soon as there was just like some stroke of luck that just made the first record just do really well everybody loved it so then jason's like okay i guess this is my main band now hell yeah uh so and then you know I came in and then shortly after I joined the band Heather decided that she was she just didn't have the the time and the energy to put into two bands. Her other band was also doing pretty decently. Like I think they you know they had they they were doing a couple. They did a, a tour with Unleashed the Archers and like they were getting all these decent sized tours and. Uh, I don't remember if they got signed before we did or how that happened, but yeah, they, they were doing well, is my point. So she left, and then uh, we had a brief outing with another singer uh, that I won't go into because it was barely we, we didn't do anything. Yep. Uh, we had Sozos Michael from um, Cyprus, who is a fucking outstanding singer, he's so good. Uh, because we. we, we unfortunately we got signed to a label in germany called afm which stands for all for metal
1: nice um
0: yes i know so so meta um so (laughs) so meta they uh you may you may know some other other bands like uh odin organ or or, organ i I can't remember how to say that name um brothers of metal they've got uh like firewind and gus g Danzig for some reason is signed to AFM. I don't know. Uh,
1: At least you can say you were signed to that. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. So they did pretty well for us. But as soon as we got signed, it was literally as Heather was leaving the band. So, but like, A and R guy was just like, "Yeah, we'll we'll work around it. (laughs) You guys, you'll you'll find a new singer." So basically, we were desperate to find a new singer because we just got signed. We had to do a good. Follow up album for because we just got signed.
1: Yeah. No shit. (laughs) No, that's
0: the dream. So we had open auditions and basically we're just like, here, everybody, here's karaoke versions of a couple of songs. Just record yourself singing over them and we'll just choose whoever's the best. It doesn't even matter where you are. Like, let's do it. Let's, like, whatever. So we had quite a few people submit auditions, a couple of really strong contenders. Uh, and then we got one one day from Sozo's. I, I I remember vividly. I was asleep on my girlfriend's couch, and I got a notification on my phone, woke me up. I was just taking a nap, you know, and
1: like you do on the girlfriend's couch,
0: of course. Uh, I wake up and I see, like, look at my phone. Hey, there's a there's an email on the band email account. I open it up and this this guy's like. Hey, what's up, guys? You know, blah blah blah, whatever. Hi, uh, this is my audition. I hope you like it. Um, actually, as part of the as part of the audition process, we also said for bonus points, write your own lyrics to this new song that we have and sing them and like show us what you can do for like writing because we wanted someone who could write lyrics. So he was the I think he was the only one who did that. So bonus points right away. I watched like 30 seconds of his audition video where he was singing like not his original lyric one, but the he, he was singing our song life finds a way. Um, and I was like, damn, he's pretty good. You know, that's what I said. <laughs>
1: wow. <laughs> uh, direct quote.
0: No. So I, I sent it to the band chat and literally by the end of the day, I think we had already decided like, looks like this is the guy. And we looked and saw where he was from fucking Cyprus. Okay, I guess we got to make it work because he's the best one. So, anyway, long story short, Sozos, amazing fucking singer, man. It just really sucks that uh, visa laws and bullshit make it impossible for him to come to the U.S. Uh, Not impossible, but highly improbable, um, given our current financial and budget constraints and shit like that. So... Uh, Sozos had to, unfortunately, step away from the band because we really want to tour, uh, including the U.S. Unfortunately, he can't always make that happen. So uh, then, and actually, you know what's funny is uh, I think Jason actually had asked Mary to be in the band before we held our open auditions way back then.
1: See, guys, go for that fucking open audition if you see it. Like, look what you could do. Yeah. So we had
0: we had a pretty good run with Sozo's. We did one album. Uh, we unfortunately have only played. We only played one gig with him before he had to leave, which was one singular gig. I thought you guys toured with him. We did. We did one gig, which was Hyperspace Metal Fest in Vancouver, Canada. Um, it was an amazing show. I think that was a, uh, if I remember correctly. He told me that was his. Very first ever gig singing in a metal band. He he does have... That's amazing. I don't know if he still does it, but uh, at the time he told me he was in like a hard rock cover band back home and they just play like Metallica and like, you know, classic rock stuff. Holy shit. But uh yeah, at, that was his first ever metal show and he loved it and it was great. Um And then it was pretty much like, okay, I guess... New singer again. Here we go. At this point, I'm just used to all the hate that we get for it
1: <laughs> because it's never going away. Not um, once, not never.
0: But I will say, Mary has been a super solid addition. She, We've been on two amazing tours with her. Uh, obviously, we just put out an album with Mary on it. Fucking uh, gorgeous, by the way. It's great. I Thank you. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I think she's actually been in the band now longer than any other uh singer like unofficially because she had already been in the band for like almost a year before we announced that she was an official member.
1: So so take that internet trolls and Dez for writing these questions. Ha! We done it. We got one. Finally. <laughs> we kept her <laughs> Alright now that we're done with those really the just the funnest questions. You know, those ones are the best ones I think. I appreciate those. Yeah, I try. So what uh we talked earlier in the pre-show about uh, you are a vegan. A vegan.
0: That's true. I eat grass.
1: That's it. That's all he eats. He doesn't eat anything else. But really, my question is to do with I I have a hard time on the road sure. eating because I fucking the, the most convenient thing to eat is garbage. It's trash. That's true. It's just fucking trash. And I eat it, and I feel like shit when I get back. I'm like 10 pounds heavier when I come back. I've you know, barely eaten anything, but it's all fucking garbage. Yep. You know? Yep, I Do you, know. How uh, – is that more of a struggle or less? Because the only thing I know it's vegan I can get at the gas station is Oreos. So, yeah, which, by the way, I, I eat way too many Oreos. No, you no
0: can never vegan. eat too many Oreos. Um, no, I actually have not done a tour as a vegan yet. Oh. Uh, I've only been vegan for a little over a year at this point. So I, I've been vegetarian since, uh, 2015, but, Oh damn. So, uh, I mean, vegetarian options thankfully are a little more plentiful than vegan options. Yeah. You don't have to worry about shit like milk and eggs. Like I was still eating that up until, um, yeah, maybe 14, 15 months ago. Nice. Um, so uh, yeah, I've, I haven't toured as a vegan yet. I am frightened, uh, (laughs) for when that, finally comes because i know it's going to suck. Um like when i go i've i've been on a couple of like long haul road trips, you know, between here and Tucson. Uh this past year, i went down a couple times, um down to Vegas a couple times. And on those ones it's kind of rough. It's like i have to make do with just like pringles and oreos, like you said, like that's that's yeah. all i got. M- maybe some nuts <laughs>
1: here and there. <laughs> I can always go for some nuts. Um but yeah, man, like
0: you can get away with like cliff bars if you want to like push it because cliff bars in the ingredients for most of them, it says may contain milk. So you don't actually
1: know. What? They can put may? Milk. Though they could put may contain? Oh, yeah. I don't that's, know. That's fucked up. Why would they put that in there? Yeah, it might contain it,
0: but we're not going to tell you for sure. And we. I thought that's why we had shit like the FDA. I don't know, man. So uh yeah occasionally i'll just eat a cliff bar if i'm if i'm desperate
1: because at least they taste decent and yeah but may may contain this is a fuck shit (laughs) because (laughs) oh okay this is once again i'm just gonna get real pissed on behalf of people that i don't have a right to be pissed on behalf of okay (laughs) all right (laughs) some vegan people take this shit really fucking seriously you know what i mean like if they smell beef they're mad, you know. Like that's an exaggeration, but you get what I mean. Oh yes, yes. But may they put may it may contain milk? I'm how have they not been like sued to death or something? Or I, you know, they might as well just put fuck vegans on there. They might as well just put fuck anyone. What if you're lactose intolerant <laughs> and you fucking poo yourself every time you have like a little drop of milk?
0: Oh, you know what's bad is our our bass player Jeremy. I, sh- I I shouldn't be telling this, but or
1: allergic. What if you die? Sorry, so, carry on.
0: So our, our bass player Jeremy has a a very hypersensitive stomach. He can't eat any meat. He can't eat anything that's touched meat. So uh, on the road, I'm pretty sure Jeremy has shit <sighs> in literally every single venue bathroom that we've played.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Um, At least once, but more than likely at least three or four times in each venue.
1: So, like, super IBS. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh. And, you know, it. like, I feel bad for myself for being vegan and not having many options, but I feel even worse for him because he, like, the first time I met him, we were together for, like, three or four days, and the only thing he ate the entire time was bread, like, he had a bag of, like, dinner rolls. It was bread, ranch dressing, and uh, nacho cheese Doritos. That's all he ate, because that's the only thing he knows what? that is safe. What? Bread, ranch, and Doritos. <laughs>
1: what the What fuck? a way to live, am I right? I mean, uh, okay, that sucks, right? <laughs> but <laughs> let's think about the positives here. <laughs> sure. Sure. Genius often stems from madness, right? Now, what do we know about the great David Bowie? He survived two years on cocaine, cigarettes, milk, and red peppers. Is that true? It is. It's totally true. Yeah. For two years. He doesn't even know why. Like, people ask him, why did you do that? And he's like, I don't know. Just fucking what I did. I did that for two years. And he ate nothing but milk and peppers. Huh? Two fucking years, right? I gotta try that. Coke's a hell of a drug. <laughs> you can't have the milk almond milk. There you go. That shit sweets like candy. Yeah, uh, I can't. I can't do it like with my cereal. It makes it almost too sweet. Unless I'm doing like a Reese's puff. Not the point. Um, <laughs> candy for breakfast. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Uh, love candy for breakfast. Um, yeah. So yeah. David Bowie had nothing but milk and peppers for two years, and what if this like Doritos and rolls and ranch is like his milk and peppers, and he just like comes uh, out? You said he's the bass player. Oh yeah, yeah. comes up with the best bass licks you've ever heard a year from now because he's just been eating like just that garbage. <laughs> Somehow I doubt it, but you
0: know, hey, I'll, I'll keep my, I'll keep the optimism. Yeah, in keep, the back in my head. There. Keep
1: the positivity, you know. I'm rooting. <laughs> I'm rooting for the IBS to have a positive oh, spin Jesus. because I can't think of one. I can't think of. You know what's great though about having somebody with IBS in your band
0: is when you're on tour, someone always has the prep H, like wet wipes for when you got to take a shit. You know? oh. so you never leave a house without them. It's and, like traveling with a
1: bidet. Yeah, I mean, it's next best thing, man. Fuck yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Oh, right. Now that I've gotten pissed, may, may contain (laughs) like that. I'm still, I'm fucking genuinely mad. I do a lot of fucking around on this show, but I'm genuinely pissed (laughs) about the fact that it says may contain. Everybody
0: write letters to Cliff Bar, whatever, whatever company owns Cliff Bars.
1: Fuck Cliff Bar. I boycott them right now. (laughs) I mean, maybe not because sometimes I need them. Tell them to be more careful about their milk. I just don't understand. In 2021... You know, (laughs) like we said, it like not having a vegan option makes no sense in 2021. May contain milk makes no fucking sense in 2021. You'd think just with how many people have been sued to death over things like that hot McDonald's coffee shit. That's so stupid. You don't even need to think about it.
0: I mean, yeah. You you seen that Seinfeld episode where Kramer, you know, burns himself on the coffee when he goes into the movie theater. Is that what it? Yeah. And he gets free. Can I tell you to put the bomb on?
1: You put the bomb on? The maestro. The maestro. Who the maestro? Yeah. What a great show. Anyways. I love Seinfeld. Okay. it doesn't? Hey, move, moving on. Right, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Sorry. May? Sorry. Done. <laughs> uh, so what? We've gone almost an hour now, which is usually... The nice little area where people stop listening. Actually, if it's this show, it's about 20 minutes ago. Oh. 40 minutes ago. So I can say anything I want now. You really could do it. Just go <laughs> right ahead. Penis. Oh, you oh, rebel, you. I got there. Got him. Got him. Uh, Tell me, my friend, what is the future like for Chad the Bill Anderson?
0: Uh you know, I think uh No, uh <laughs> he's gonna get a dog. Just, uh, no. Uh you know, obviously more more band stuff. Um We're kind of in like our lull period right now where we're not really doing much. Um Jason has his other projects that he's working on, so and he's the one that writes all the music for the band. So we're kinda of just uh kind of chilling, letting people listen to the album this is the part where we normally would be maybe starting to try and get back into writing again um a little bit um if we had been able to go on tour that would have been awesome um to coincide with our album coming out which came out back in early october um yeah since there was no tour we kind of just put extra time and energy into promoting the album, which was great. We were able to do a lot of music videos, which we probably would not have been able to do if we had gone on tour. So, Um, Yeah, so it's just kind of waiting around for that, getting our ducks in a row. Um, I still have a day job. I'm still working for a great company here in Salt Lake, uh, X Mission, which I love.
1: Shouts out, X Mission.
0: I I love X Mission. Uh, (laughs) If you live in a select city that has Utopia fiber in or around salt lake get x mission for your internet provider uh
1: anyway uh, <laughs> subtle plug please let him keep his job give him more vacation um yeah that'd be
0: great no i, th- I think i have enough uh <laughs> I, I am thinking about possibly relocating out of utah
1: in the near future
0: you um, can't
1: be on the show anymore
0: uh, i know that will suck
1: not because of like any rules we had just because because i'm cause mad really you. mad there'll be another feud on top of the sushi feud <laughs> you want another feud on top of the sushi feud it's um, the hottest sensation on the internet right now. And I, it's all, you're at the epicenter. I'm
0: keeping it going, I'm sorry. Epicenter. Uh, yeah, no, I, I I, am looking at potentially moving to Vegas um, in the near future. Unfortunately, housing in Salt Lake is atrocious as far as the market goes. Uh, that um, is true. So if I ever want to buy a house uh, or have affordable rent in my life, I am probably gonna have to move. Which sucks. Because I actually do, uh, I do really like living in Salt Lake. Um, I've lived here my whole life. So, you know. Um, But yeah, might be going down to Vegas sometime in the near future. Uh, Mary, our singer, lives down there. Nice. Um, You know, I have a sister that lives down there. Our manager and producer uh, for Helium Prime, he lives in Corona, California, which is about three and a half hour drive from Vegas. So, it's kind of...
1: So you're a little more central to little, the band and everything and that helps. A little
0: bit of a no brainer for band stuff. Yeah. Um. But uh, and and I'll be able to afford a house there. You know, <laughs> which yeah. is always nice. Um. But yeah. I mean, that's you know, that's what's going on with me. Yeah.
1: So okay, then question everything. Your latest, your greatest, number one power metal album of 2020 by. Said by the people in my head, um. But you said you're not working on anything. I thought I saw, on like Facebook or something, that you were in the studio the other day or something. We
0: we are working on a small little project. I wouldn't I wouldn't say that it's per se like a a new record, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is something. We got some, uh, and I I don't really know how much more I can say on that subject right now.
1: <laughs> Keeping in mind this comes out in June. Um.
0: Yeah, I still don't. Damn it. I don't It's too early to tell. I,
1: it's Healing Prime. Something. Look it up so you can see what this fun surprise is. It's
0: something. Actually, you know, I I will I will say there are a couple of fun cover songs on it. Ooh. It's not all cover songs, but I will say there are a couple of fun covers. Um In fact, we're doing one uh, Children of Bodom cover. Oh. <gasps> I won't say what song it is. Uh, you'll have to wait and see, um, which is great because... But you'll me, tell me
1: after the podcast because you're cool. I will.
0: Um, I'll tell you off off the record. Um, Mary's a fantastic... For those that don't know, Mary is a fantastic, harsh vocalist.
1: Dude, yeah. I knew her before um, I knew your band because I watched her on the internet.
0: Right. She, she has a YouTube channel called Voice Hacks, where she teaches people about all different kinds of metal vocals, um, whether it's clean singing or... You know, screaming, growling—you know, all everything in between. Yeah. So, she um, does it all. yeah, she's she's a classically trained singer. She knows her shit. So, anyway, she's she's a fantastic. She she used to be in a band that was signed to Century Media uh, about Damn. ten or eleven years ago, called Luna Mortis. Um, and their their music was fucking ridiculous. Uh, she did a lot of screaming in that band. Anyway, so it's it's really cool that she gets to do some screaming you know, for the, the children of Bodom cover. We're also covering a Nightwish song. <gasps> I'm not a huge Nightwish fan. So I'm like, not
1: either, but Nightwish is pretentious as fuck to get um, to do it. What are you doing? So, uh, are you can tell me that one off the podcast too.
0: Yeah, this I'll, this? I'll, 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 I'll tell you that one. Off I mean, there.
1: that one matters less to me than the Bodom one. The Bodom one, like really gets my fucking goat. Yeah.
0: Really. I, I I'll, 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 I'll tell you off the air. Makes and, me horny like goat. <laughs> everyone else will have to wait and see. I will say, I did not know the Nightwish song before we decided we were gonna cover it. Um so so, That means
1: it's probably not one that I already know because I fan. would
0: I, I would say it's it's an older Nightwish song. Um oh, I see. and I will already say I know I'm biased because it's my band, but I will say our version is going to be way better than the original. <laughs>
1: Hell yeah it is. Um
0: and it's not that I I don't dislike Nightwish. I'm just not a fan, so I don't know their stuff. That's all. Uh, I, but our version will be better. Um, and then there'll be some other stuff on that project as well. But everyone has to wait. To uh,
1: I'm so excited. It's, it's going to be great. Oh my god! I, I'm very excited for it. And we don't even know if it'll be out by June. So like that makes me I, angry I don't think it will be and sad. Yeah. Oh my god! By June, I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna re-listen to this later and get pissed that it's not out yet. <laughs> it's gonna be right. so sad. Yeah. okay so that's the update we got everything out of mr chad mr bill anderson we brought up drama today oh
0: one more one one other thing dysphoria is doing a thing kind of (gasps) something we are planning a farewell ep because we left everything so open-ended you heard it here first folks yeah actually i don't think we've announced it anywhere Ooh. um so we are working very slowly because of the pandemic and everybody's schedules having to line up um but it will be all of the members are coming back um
1: originals like who's playing drums and stuff like what's that
0: um it's a little up in the air right now but more than likely it will be split half and half oh cool couple songs with casey couple songs with nate on drums nice um since uh we're all cool with casey we're all cool with nate um and since casey was such a big foundation of dysphoria and our history so uh yeah that that is a thing that eventually will come into fruition but i have zero idea when because it's kind of very very slow going but it it will happen
1: it will happen and that one's that one don't even worry about june worry about next june june after that's a guarantee and that's a guarantee because we don't we didn't give you any time frame at all (laughs) uh wow what a thing to end on my show's the first place you have announced th- probably the greatest thing to come out of the Utah scene. The exclusive. <laughs> the exclusive from dysphoria. Well, that's a great one to end it on. Uh, do you want to tell everybody your social media? Cause I know we told them all on the live thing, but that's not this.
0: Uh, yeah. So everybody can find me on Instagram at Chad Bill Anderson. I've also got a Twitch channel where I stream video games as well as music content, such as songwriting and uh, recording stuff. Um, that is twitch.tv slash chad bill anderson. Uh, and also on Facebook at chad bill anderson. What was that one more time? Uh, that would be chad bill anderson.
1: Oh, okay, cool, cool. So if you didn't catch it, I've been interviewing chad bill anderson. Um, thank you so much, everybody who's still listening. Mom. uh Uh, so yeah thank you everybody it's it's awesome we're getting a whole lot of support lately and listen to the new show wrecked we got some more fun content coming out with that and more great episodes be sure to check out next week where we're doing some reviews and i believe those reviews are with chase unless we did that last week then you know i get mixed up sometimes point is Thank you everybody for support. Really appreciate you. I've been your host Des Troy and we will see you in the pit and hail Emmy. Hail Emmy. Hail Emmy.